0: with Us today. Um, I'm going to pray for him. Just really appreciate this brother, and then so appreciate his heart and just his love for the youth and the young people. And I think he likes us old people too. <laughs> so um, let's pray for him. Extend like your hand towards him, Lord. We just thank you so much for Pastor Greg. We just thank you for his desire to be a kingdom leader, to usher others into your presence and to steward this next generation. Lord, we just thank you for his passion and just for his care and concern. And Lord, now as he shares your word, we just pray that your unction, that your anointing would be strong upon him now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, bro. I'm good. Good morning. Uh, I'm I'm excited to be here with you today. As you can see, I'm working through some, uh, injury issues here. Um, broke my fibula. I had to have surgery about four weeks ago. So I have a couple more weeks with these guys before I can put weight on it. So thanks for bearing with me today. Um, so I want to jump into the word here and, um, you know, everything we do in this church is on purpose. Um, we meet as a pastoral team twice a week. We pray together. We cast vision. We work on um, every all the happenings around the church is a group effort that we work and pray through. And so um, one of my favorite times of the year is coming into the new year because we're praying, we're casting vision, and I love vision. So, um while we were praying for uh, for instruction and a word for 2017, God gave us a word about holiness. And he also gave us a word that goes along with that about new wineskins. So I'm going to share that with you this morning. So um, as we open in the uh, with the word here, I want you to take just, I'm going to give you two minutes to talk with somebody next to you and Talk about a time when you tried something new. So, so you tried something new or experienced something differently. Um, how did you feel? How did you feel after? Did you think about it after? So something significant when you tried something new two minutes ago. I'm going to give you about 30 seconds to finish up. Okay, let's bring it back in. I wish that I had more time to hear some of your stories um, I'm sure that there's lots of cool things that you guys have experienced over your life. Um, I'll tell you briefly about an experience that I had uh, last year. Um, You know, a lot of times if I'm going to share a story, it's going to revolve around food because that's one of my favorite things. I don't know if any of you shared food stories, but um, last year I had uh, the opportunity to go to Mexico on a missions trip, and it was awesome. And uh, one one of the things we got to do was experience lots of different types of food and new types of food. So um, let me tell you, I had some fish tacos in Tijuana, and uh, it, it, like, blew my mind. It was an amazing experience. And uh, so I just, sometimes I just think about those fish tacos. And think, man, I wish I could just go down the street and get some of those. They make them with shark down there. I don't know. It's pretty good. But if you're ever in Mexico, I recommend the fish tacos. So trying new things can be exciting, and it can sometimes change your life. It can change the way you think um, and the way you feel about certain things. So... um, we're going to talk about being adventurous today, so let's jump into our scripture, um, Luke chapter 5, verses 33 through 39. So. Okay, so one day some people said to Jesus, John the Baptist's disciples fast and pray regularly, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees. Why are your disciples always eating and drinking? Jesus responded, Do wedding guests fast while celebrating with the groom? Of course not, but someday the groom will be taken away from them and they will fast. Then Jesus gave them this illustration No one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and uses it to patch an old garment, for then the new garment would be ruined and the new patch wouldn't even match the old garment. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. For the new wine would burst the new wineskins, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine must be stored in new wineskins. But no one who drinks the old wine seems to want the new wine. The old wine is just fine, they say. All right, so as we look at this encounter here, this interaction Um. Basically, what, what happens is Jesus is questioned about uh, his disciples. They say, look, the, the religious disciples, um, they, they fast. The disciples of the Pharisees, the disciples of John the Baptist, you know, no matter what camp you're in, we see, you know, religious disciples fasting, but yours are always eating and drinking. What's the deal with that? Um, So we see fasting is a a regular discipline that uh, devoted people to God did. Um, So fasting, we see traditionally, was was with food. And um, you would fast, basically, um, I love the way Pastor Tim puts it, fasting is abstain to gain. So you abstain from food to gain from the Lord uh, because during that time, you think about food, it makes you think about the Lord. And so um, this was definitely something that um, if you were devoted to God, you know, this this showed devotion. And so Jesus' disciples weren't seen fasting. Um let me ask you: Did Jesus fast? How do you know? What what scripture? Just you can raise your hand, and I'll call on you. I heard lots of yeses, but does anyone have scripture to back it up? Wilderness. I heard wilderness. Yes, in in after he was baptized, right? Uh, woman at the well. Okay. All right. Um, we know that he cast out a demon and his disciples couldn't do it. He said this can only be done through prayer and fasting. So we know that Jesus was fasting during that time. Um, so Jesus was good with fasting. Right. We know that. Um, but. But. They didn't, uh, some of the religious people didn't see Jesus' disciples fasting. And um, so they tried to call Jesus out on it. Have you ever been in that position? Have you ever judged someone's spiritual walk? Have you ever uh, looked at somebody and said, oh, they're not holy. I don't see them doing this. I saw what they did. I know what their political views are. They're not a Christian. Um, you know, we we sometimes that's a temptation to to look at somebody and to judge their spiritual walk based on what we see. Um, have you ever been on the receiving end of that judgment? Yeah. Um, man, if not, just join church leadership. That's the quickest way to get under a microscope. (laughs) Yep. And, uh, you know, but but that doesn't feel good, does it? No. Um, So, this is something that that we want to watch out for. We want to be aware of. It's easy to see when other people are doing it, it's easy to read this scripture and go, oh, man, what a terrible interaction. What's wrong with those people? But,. Um, we often find ourselves sitting in that judgment seat and so we we want to be a church where that doesn't happen. There's a difference between uh, loving someone and trying to hold them accountable in in a right way and uh, judging them, trying to call them out, talking about them behind their back, things like that. So this is something that that we want to get rid of here so. Um, so, Jesus says, um, you know, fasting is a good thing. It will continue. Um, but there was an expectation on how to experience God that wasn't being met. And that's where this came from. These um, religious people, these religious leaders had an expectation that said, If you're devoted to God, this is how you experience God. And so this is what you should be doing. You should be uh, serving the Lord the way I'm serving the Lord. And that's how you experience God. And herein lies the problem. So Jesus, um, he answers them with a couple um, metaphors, parables, uh, whatever you want to call them. So before we jump into those, um, something that uh, I like to do is I like to get discussion going. So um, I have some discussion questions for you. Um, Let's talk about um, what we're doing to experience God. So um, these questions, what are some spiritual disciplines or signs of devotion that you practice towards God? What are some disciplines you practice towards other things in your life that you're devoted to? What are some ways um, that you experience God? And do you think others can tell you're devoted to God? Why or why not? So I'm going to give you five minutes to answer those questions. No, I'm going to give you three. You're going to have to talk fast. We have baptisms today. Three minutes. Go ahead. Talk with a someone next to you.